the Country Cup circuit. Good afternoon to you, John. Thanks for your time. Yeah, good afternoon, Gareth. Um, mate, how is it today? Kite and uh, no crowds. Uh, surreal. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it's pretty weird. To be honest. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's very quiet and it's uh, yeah, it's very uh, very lonely. And how is your club? And you, of course, look after the two racing clubs. And Hanging Rock is a club that relies heavily on crowds. But how have you been able to? to work this year and, and basically it's been a headache for clubs because the, the your cup day meetings are, are your biggest day for revenue, basically. Yeah, they are, Gareth. But look, the main thing is that obviously we've been able to keep racing. So, um, you know, like we're, we're surviving because we're getting funded by the industry still. Um, yeah, at the start of the year when we started, like, doing our budgets and things like that, we, we kind of worked out that we could survive and get through a year without sort of crowds. Um, you know, without sort of affecting our, our business operations and our staff levels and all that sort of thing too much. So while it's surreal and it's um, it's weird, <laughs> it's uh, it's good that we've been able to keep racing, you know, to be able to keep the business afloat. That's a very positive outlook and that's been a positive outlook that a lot of businesses and everyone involved with racing has taken. Race club's not dissimilar to a lot of businesses throughout Victoria. It's just about surviving this year. We're not going to turn a profit in a lot of areas, but if we can maintain ourselves going to 2021, that's going to be a big tick. Have there been a few sponsors that have really stuck fat during this difficult period that have made it basically obtainable to keep your head afloat? Yeah, it's been incredible, actually. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, um, all our sponsors actually. We, we we haven't lost a sponsor this year at all. It's um, you know, obviously we we've, we've tailored some you know some reduced packages and things like that. But they've been amazing to, to stay with us. Um, obviously, our main corporate uh, betting sponsor in Bet365, and then yeah, a plethora of sort of local and uh, you know people and retailers, um, other businesses throughout uh, the community uh, have really stuck fat and. Uh, yeah, we've been really lucky actually in the regional areas because you know, a lot of those businesses, while being affected to a certain degree, have been able to, to keep going. Um, so in effect, they've still been able to support us. So it's been, um, yeah, been massively appreciated and um, well received. Well, John, it is your big cup day and the cup will be run at 4.40 today. Someone tells me there's a special significance about the trophy or the, the, uh, yeah, the trophy that the winning owners will take home um, uh, from the cup. Yeah, we're really lucky. Here, Maggie, we um, we have a world-renowned um, silversmith um, operation in Kitten, the, the Flynn Flynn Brothers. Uh, they've been doing it for, I think, uh, their father started the business, so they've been doing it for a long time. So they they modelled um, for the Queen. They modelled a um, a trophy with a, a platypus and a um, sort of etching of the Campaspe River. Um, and she uses it as it's a paperweight on her desk, actually. So we we were lucky enough for, um, yeah, Dan this year, Dan and John, to be able to um, replicate that trophy. Um, and we're, yeah, we're going to present that to Sabo. Now, John, it's a traditional meeting after the Lexus Melbourne Cup. How do you how do people usually turn up to the races on on Kite Cup Day? What's the what is the strategy from the locals? Do they save, them, save themselves for, for Kite and Cup Day or is it a little bit of a, a marathon and they need to pace themselves during Melbourne and Kite and Cup Week? Mate, I think it'll be a 50-50. Yep. Uh, you know, a lot of people have a couple of day crack at it. Um, we're lucky enough that we've sort of got a public holiday in this area. So, yeah, so the shop things are shut. So, yeah, but a little bit of, little bit of both. Uh, 
uh, yeah, some people can turn up a little bit wounded, but uh, yeah, there's a few fresh ones ready to go on the Titan Cup day. Now, John, no one would hear more about the races today than you. Can you steer us into something? We don't care if it's not the Cup. We don't discriminate. A winner is a winner anywhere. Um, mate, I'm potentially the second worst judge I know. Okay. Um, Who's the worst? Who's the worst? <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't met one worse yet, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I kind of I kind of thought, actually, the next, which isn't that far away, I kind of thought the uh, the four was some sort of uh, melodian, I think it is. Okay. Now, Quinny, he can mow lawns, and you're looking for a new track manager. We just had Shane Schmidt on the, the, the line just before, and he was... Um, He's a legend, isn't he? And he's, he's retiring at the end of January. Um, how's that search going for that new track manager? Yeah, actually, we've got a Smitty. He's, um, as, I've been here about seven years now. And, um, yeah, as I said, he, he's done like a 32-year stint for you. And uh, yeah. he's just a jovial, happy bloke to have around. Um, I've never, in my time, he never had a complaint about the track. He always presented in magnificent order. And, yeah, he's going to be massively missed. Um, yeah, we've got a couple of people below him at the moment that you know, look, look like stepping up and then we'll get them some help as well. But, um, yeah, we're going to miss Smitty. Um, I, I, I will, um, yeah, from a work perspective and a personal level, actually, I'm going to miss him. They're the unsung heroes, aren't they? they? They do a lot of work behind the scenes. It's such a big job and a lot of responsibility to make sure that you they're producing fair surfaces for the punters, but more importantly, safe surfaces for the athletes. Uh, yeah, look, it's a massive job, and I don't think, yeah, like we applaud the um, obviously the participants and the, and the other stakeholders in the game. Um, potentially, you know, the, like you know, with the, with the COVID stuff, you know, fog watch, all those sorts of things. They're here taking temperatures, uh, you know, doing extra track work supervision at like four in the morning. You know, working tirelessly on weekends to make sure things get watered, maintained. Um, yeah, it's a huge job, um, and they actually are very much unsung. Um, and do an incredible job right throughout the state, actually. Um, but, uh, yeah, we probably don't recognise them as good as we should. Well, John, Hanging Rock, will you have crowds back there? Yeah, that's a great question, mate. We, we still don't know. No. We're still not sure about whether we'll actually even race there. There's you know, a lot of parameters, obviously, to come out, a lot more government announcements and things to, to, uh, to wait for. I mean, ideally, we'd love to. Um, tricky place to set up and tricky place to race that in terms of, you know, like the COVID areas and the restrictions in terms of, you know, jockeys, rooms, different things like that. So it'd be a bit tricky. Um, but, yeah, look, fingers crossed we can get back to some normality and, and have some crowds there and, and, and race.